Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Flight 008-009. Ready for takeoff. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. Yo, DJ, spin that shit. <laughs> what did you say? I, I didn't say what did, you, <laughs> what did you say, bro? Bro. What did you say? I said, hey. I heard you I'm, say something. Quoting I'm DMX and them too. What a surprise, oh, no, the Charming no, no, no. Chuckle. I said, hey, yo, That wasn't the Charming Chuckle, though. Charming what? Chuckle. I think I got a lisp, you know. Overnight. All right, Chief Wigan. Pipe down. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. Ralph. Steve, you don't want to start singing now. Huh? No, we're good. We're good. We don't want to. I don't think we'll even start singing. I already did my verse. Everyone's mic on, yeah? Yeah, we're nice. Yeah, Yeah, it is. What is everybody saying? What are we saying, baby? Welcome to the Out of Home podcast. Who have you got, Kieran? Who have I got in the building? Kieran Kieran likes to paint the picture. I got Kwame to the right. I got, and he says it so smoothly as well. Yeah, free today, right? Here I am, <laughs> stuck in a bit. Hey, so do that. What, what have I go... told you about singing? At the start? <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, this is what Kieran does. Yeah, he goes, oh, shit. got Kwame to the right of me, <laughs> Stephen to the left. Oh, my Yaff over there. My movie, like what are we Lord Tennessee, yeah. fam. <laughs> Cannons to the right of me, Cannons to the left of me. Man, I need them funded. No, what's happening, man? Man's got Kwame the globe troll to the right. Uh, this guy, got jokes, yeah? <laughs> Had to come with it. <laughs> Go on. Uh, I'm sitting across the room from Stephen a pamper, Stephen A. Smith. No, not Smith. And I've got Yaffrey Downs to the left of me. Touchdowns. It's your boy Loki, and this is the Out of Home Podcast. What are we saying, man? We good, baby. How's everyone doing? Alive. Fantabulous. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. I didn't get that. Mem- I didn't get that. Mem- I memo still, but it's cool. Next time, it's, it's not even an inside joke. No, it's, not um, even. Right, it's, it's from one of your Michael people, Dapper goes to the same people. church as my brother. Oh yeah, yeah. And I went to the church one time, and the pastor was like, "Go in for in it, proper talking, <laughs> talking, talking." And then he goes, "Isn't it amazing?" Then everyone goes, "It's amazing." <laughs> and then I was watching my Michael bad. Dapper. Um, somewhere in London and I heard it I was like this guy is teething the banner from church and bringing it to the show that's dope, that's dope. hey speaking of uh, somewhere in London you know who we got in the building today <laughs> who Patrick Clover <laughs> <laughs> ah look at it look at it I'm so Stephen bad. aka nervously, nervously everyone looked at me break. like Rob we got a guest in there I didn't even I was know like, about. where is he on the table no nah, man we got Patrick Clover please no, do, no, do, no, do one, no one wants to introduce this week episode that we did yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna start with this. Oh, My name's Patrick Clover. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I'm Detective Clover. You know how it is. You know what I say. Just uh, out here recording the pod with a couple of lads. You know, just uh, Thursday night things. Lad, lad, lads. Bruce, <laughs> couple Bruce skis. Uh, yeah, just talking a bit of nonsense. Just gonna see where it takes us. And Parme, uh, Gardo, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two and all that. All Got that you, mate. Got it's you, mate. Funniest thing about this whole group dynamic here. Yeah. Obviously, it's a what? It's a Thursday night. <clears throat> it's getting on in terms of time. Yeah, Kwame's getting nervous already. Um, we're <laughs> all drinking water, yeah. 
Steven just goes to the fridge without warning anybody. And it's, it's not his own. I'm pretty sure he gets the bottle of Heineken, opens it with his mouth as well. I don't even think he's. No one has drank a Heineken in this house apart from Steven since like New Year's. No, but so like, okay. <laughs> he's had about we, five. How can we, how can we build it? Because like, you have to go basically, you have to go around the corner for those who can't see to get a beer. So Steven no will just go walk in. People think, okay, he's going to the toilet. This guy, you just hear the door slam of the fridge. Boom. You know exactly what's coming around Trust the corner. Him. You just see Stephen with a green bottle, boy. These men are doing a dry January. I'm seeing drinking there and I just don't want it to go bad, you know? It's not going to go bad. Yeah, it's going to be go there bad. when I'm ready to drink. It could go bad. I have a whole crate of beer that hasn't been drunk since New Year's and it will stay there until we're ready to drink again. Look at this dead segue. Speaking of New Year's, <laughs> everyone was happy on New Year's Day, right? Oh, that is bleeding. What do you have to do when you're happy? You have to smile. Oh, guys, yeah, I, yeah, what made you smile this week? <laughs> yeah, you are so much better than that. You are so However, much. Like, so I did own up to it. You are so, that, was, that was just a nice way so of saying. so much better than Let's that, Let's move man. on. I okay. never expected it. I wow. never expected it. From you. Of course, man. Everyone, listen, I'm going to make up for it. Kwame, what made you smile this week, man? This week? Uh... I guess. He scored 44 points for the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Yo, this idiot Yafia. Yeah, yeah. you, know so, you know what's so funny though? <laughs> what? It's not even a basketball jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a young ice hockey. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are young, uh, wait, are you actually calling me young and the name of the sport? Like, there's, 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 like, there's like no more... There's, there's, no, there's, there's no more creativity in your... I'm even like the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I will happily bide my time. <laughs> no, this what made me smile was the. Oh, gosh. What you started, Kieran. That's what you're I'll come sorry. back for you as well. Don't it's worry. It's calm, man. It's I calm. I guess, like, uh, yeah, like the feedback from episode last eight. week. Yeah. yeah, episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> episode last week. Oh, episode of last week. You, when you hear it back, you'll hear it in a little chief, yeah? <laughs> And um, yeah, no, we, so we did an interview with Jack the Plug. Shout out to Yaf for for for, for like aligning with that that one. That was dope and inspiring. Plug and, plug. and a lot of people just been reaching out to us. We're gonna have more guests. And um, other than that, like work weekend was cool. Arsenal are still dead, but we move. Wow. And uh, I mean, Chelsea, we, we, yeah, it weren't too bad. Went it weren't too bad. After what ten men down after yeah, being down yeah. twice? That's well, not too I'll tell bad. Army got this, bro. Trust me. Once he starts investing, we're good. But I hope so. So we think here. What made you smile? Wow. Um, what made me smile this week? Um, I guess what made me smile this week was working on some more music. I'm nearly finished the project that I've been working on. Obviously, um, the reaction and the the feedback that we've got from the last episode that we had with Jack the Plug, which was amazing. Shout out to Jack the Plug. And yeah, man, just getting back to recording again. Uh, Stephen, cool. Would you would you mind asking Yaf what made him smile, please? <laughs> I don't mind going. No, no, no. You gotta wait. You wait your turn, fam. Ooh, spicy, okay. spicy over there. Right? You need to drink some more of that water, B. Water, and your vitamin water. <laughs> you know, I said that in okay, my first episode. I know, and no one laughed. Pagans. Um, <laughs> Stephen, right? Please go. I haven't stopped smiling. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. breaking plot, news! Plot twist. Do tell, do plot tell. Twist. Speaking of breaking it news, pray tell. Is it pray tell? <laughs> can pray or pre it, uh, any way you want it. Um, what made me smile? Oh yeah, see, we had uh, 
Jack the Plug, as everyone's mentioned. Uh, but also, like, a couple of hours ago, like, a project that I worked on last year uh, went live um, with, like, a PSG athlete, which is uh, really sick uh, because, like, I had a clear vision for what we wanted to do. And it's, like, really refreshing when that actually happens. And it's actually a piece of, like, meaningful uh, content, not just, like, okay, cool, here's the product, but I actually had a deeper storytelling and actually meeting meeting him in person, meeting his family, meeting his friends, and actually, like, connecting around product was great. So, um, yeah. So, so that was sick. And then, obviously, like, uh, recording today, linking up today. It's Thursday. The week is nearly done. It's yes. Really, we're one step closer to February. Mm-hmm. One month is nearly done Jeez. in the new year. I'm still here. I'm Ten still weeks live of January direct. nearly done, bro. Mm, Trust me. The dry January is nearly done. <laughs> Floodgates opening in February. Uh-huh. Wet, wet, wet. Come on. Wet. Floodgates <laughs> and wet, wet, wet. Whoa. Jesus. Shout out to Clyde in the building. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yafri <laughs> Downs. Yes, my people. Start to the man Um, I would, okay. I would say what's made me smile is really simple. A lack of sleep. Let me explain. <laughs> I right, have Kevin been, <laughs> I, no, honestly, <laughs> I've been, feeling such a sense of momentum ever since the year started. Yeah, for sure. I've just been... And I was talking to Abdu yesterday, yeah? Mm. And he's like, oh, how you been? Whatever. I'm like, bro, like, I'm just too inspired to be tired. And I kind of just thought of it. At the, I was Hashtag. Like, too inspired to be tired. And I was like, I was thinking, well, okay, that actually sounds kind of sick. But the reason why I said it is because I've just had so many ideas in my head lately. I, I think I mentioned it the first episode of the year. that. Um, yeah, yeah. I've just I've just had this like innate happiness like for the since the year started and it hasn't really died down yet. I've, I think you know? it's um, since you were born, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but in like in particular, okay, okay, okay. Um, this week I've like been wanting to go to sleep, but then my brain kind of wakes itself up again, and I'm I'm just finding like happiness in little things like reading about something. That's and, like, dope. Oh, that's super interesting, and then I connect it to something else, and now I'm trying to learn how to do this, you know. So like. I oh, know my brain just seems you're evolving. To be... You're evolving. Yeah, you can't even yeah. camouflage your happiness. Mm. I like I like where you did that. I like where you did that. Love it because the Yaf is wearing a camouflage jacket. <laughs> just, and, uh, just wait till we get a video. That there's a whole new sense of this pod that you're gonna get when we get that video. So like, oh, you making some strong also, claims there? You know, so also, strong. Oh, you finished it. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna be in London tomorrow. Oh, yeah, talk to us wait, about Wait, why, why do you say that and look at me? <laughs> no, no, not even like that. Yeah, I'm going to be in London tomorrow supporting my boys' event. Um, so I'm cheating. This is two things. And it's basically going to be around uh, just talking to a bunch of young, aspiring people that want to go into different industries and business, whatever. What's it called? Do you know what it's called? Uh, it's by my friend's agency called Tree Limited. Yeah. I don't think he has a name for it. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, but he sold, I think, about 150. 30 tickets, 150 tickets so far. Amazing. And um, yeah, I'm just going to go there and try to share my journey, share my story. You got any plans of what you're going to talk about? Like, Not really. I'm not really a planned kind of guy. Okay. You're going to wing it. You're going to wing it. Not even wing it. Just go with the flow, you know? Hey, um, I like that. I like that. I like that. And whilst I am also in London, my, my dear friends, so I intend thing. to get a haircut. Oh, okay. Okay, this was that was a lot better. Ooh. That was a lot. I, 
I feel we, like cheesy can, segues might be a thing now. Though. We can um, forgive him for his first yes, one. Exactly. And well, I kind of said, like, guys, I've got a really bad segue. When you listen back, you'll hear it. No, I heard you say it, but I didn't think it was going to be that it bad. Really bad. Yeah. It was that In all fairness, barrel. it did move Is, is Yaf going to use take all the segues this week, this week as well? Trust me. Hey, who knows? I, I, I look forward to hearing it. Um, but to, but to, um, piggyback on what? Segway slow. <laughs> nope. Yeah, <laughs> if you listened to last week's episode, no, you would have heard. You, in, you would have heard uh, live from Lagos. Stephen A. Apampa Smith. <laughs> Come on. Um, mentioned to Jack the plug that his haircut was on point, and he went into his uh, little anecdote of yeah. his experience living in Amsterdam. One of many. One anecdotes. of many anecdotes living in Amsterdam and uh, how he's experienced the the barbershop lifestyle here um so yeah we wanted to piggyback off that conversation talk about our own experiences here and in london about uh barbershops and steven i think you, sh- you should kind of take it away maybe i think you are the chairman yeah, of, the I think of this you, club you, i think you've had treasurer the best <laughs> experience well the wildest experiences yeah, 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 before, before steven gloriously goes into it though i think it's nice to frame up because when you live in the same country all your life, you have that certified Aye, barber. And you know... Like, you're basically in a relationship with your barber. Yeah, big time. You know? 100%. And so, Sorry if I'm shouting, but... No, 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 you're good. I'm just second the levels. No, you're calm, bro. No, I'm just saying yeah, it's real. It's a, it's a real relationship. Yeah, do you know what How I mean? How many barbers have you had in your in your, in your your lifetime? Um, I just want to know. No, it's such a yeah, brilliant I just want to know. I just want to know. Yeah, I've only really had one thirty one. No, 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 no. I didn't ask one thirty. How many barbers have you had? Are you talking about just in London? Yeah, yeah. Your lifetime, you said. Uh, Yeah, but I'm gonna say in London, just in London. In London. When, which, how many barbers do you trust in London? In London, uh, two. Two, yeah. Mm. Okay, Kwame. Mm. Yeah, I think it's like two. No. It's like three, but the third one, he's too busy. I'm angry. I hate waiting in barbershop for two and three hours. Mm-hmm. Or I hate waiting in barbershops when, when like, you, you tell a barber, come at 11.30, yeah. and he's there at 1.47. Yeah. And then he, when, when he sees you, he's like, yeah, come. He's like, Kwame's a come. side piece. What? <laughs> hmm? A side piece? Are you hearing things, bro? Bro, yeah. You know what? All right, cool. Man hmm. said, man's barber's side piece. Oh. Jerk. Hmm? What about what oh, about you? I'd say uh, two point five. So two point five. There's two that's thirty, and like if the other two are there, there's someone that I may trust in extreme situations. So I'm gonna say two point five, Jeff. I I probably um, <laughs> two point five, Jeff. I probably have about um, four that I trust. Oh, you're so trusting. Um, you're out here, bro. Four, four that I trust. One doesn't cut hair anymore. Um, Retired. As in, yeah, he, he he literally he literally gave up the, the barbering thing and decided he's going to uh, pursue his music as a DJ. And he like, oh, wow. but the funny thing is about him, yeah, Brian, big up Brian. Even though he probably don't listen to our pod, yeah, but Brian, we'll see. He's one of those. He's one wait, of wait, he was. Could, hmm? shout, no, no, I think that might be the first big up and not shout out. So maybe the levels will change. Okay, maybe, 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 maybe. Everyone had shout outs before. You lot are slacking. Fix your game up. Shall Please we continue? I, I feel like you have given up on the shout outs anyway. So. I've given up as well, bro. Oh, is it? So yeah. we're not doing it no more. I'm a hypocrite, man. I shout someone. We, we, we clearly think we have a platform that <laughs> millions of people are listening to. You know what? Big up Becca because she is always pointing out how many times we shout out we're just We're just like getting so really... shout out to like, Becca. We're just on a power trip because we've got mics in our hands, guys. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But fair, no, as, fair you, enough. as you were about Brian, Marcus, um, so so basically, yeah. Um, there's a there's the sickest bar- one of the sickest barbers in Norbury mm. that everybody goes to, and um, I used to go and get my haircut from Jimmy, who's another person that I, I trust, right? Mm. But Jimmy 
it's a very small, very small barbershop. And if you don't get it at the right time, you're screwed. You're screwed, fam. You're screwed. So there was this, there was one time my brother came back from her, came back from the barbers. I was like, bro, trim's icy, root boy. Where'd you get the trim from? He's like, oh, Brian. I said, like, who? He said, Brian at Jimmy's shop. I was like, who? He said, you know, the guy that sits at the, the, the window. Mm. It's like, what? You just, but you just went there. He's like, yeah, I don't have to wait for nobody, but no one likes, no one. No one gets their haircut from Brian. Because they don't trust him. Because they don't trust Brian. I never gave Brian a shot. Was never gave Brian a shot. He was an intern. He was the intern. He was the intern. He was the intern. I said, hmm. I want to get my haircut, but I'm going to go Jimmy's. So, so I didn't go get my haircut from, from Jimmy's. From Jimmy, so I walked yeah. down there now, and obviously it's like two o'clock on a Saturday. Oh. There's five men in the chair, like waiting <laughs> there. Mistake, bro. There's five yeah. people in Was you in waiting. school at this point? Huh? Was you Rookie in school mistake, at this point? Man. I probably, no, I think I was probably... Um, no, no, no. I was I was kicking ball at this time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um so the trim had to be legit. It had to be thirty. Thirty. And then um I get there and I'm like, right, bear man in there now, yeah. What's what gone? Oh, I'm good. Kwame's you looking at the weird. time? Nope. I looked at the time today. Pod police, bruv. It says you. <laughs> Big Chief Wiggum. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. Ah. <laughs> it's, it's the yeah, the kicking working in, working in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But anyways, man gets to the barbershop now and like, I'm like, bro, let me just try out this, like, Jimmy, I'm Jimmy right. Brian. So, Brian cut me and for a long time, Brian cut my hair, bruv. Brian, yeah. until he retired. Until he retired. Okay. But then there's obviously Starkey, Starkey. Yeah, that's your Starkey, guy now. Not my guy. But Starkey's been my, hair, my my barber for a long time. And then the reason why I have four is because my dad's barber, Ian, in Brixton, rough cut, yeah. If it is past 10 p.m., I can still go to the barber shop and That's get a haircut. Amazing. Do you know what I'm saying? If it's 11 o'clock, I can still get a haircut. So it just depends on what the at time. Shop or he lives next to the No, in his, in, in, at the shop. Wow. The shop's open. The shop don't close till like 2, 3 so o'clock. you got four. Yeah. Yours is two, Kwame. Yeah. Steven's 2.5. Mine's is two. All of that to say, basically, getting your haircut is a very sacred act. Trust me. <laughs> and you only trust certain people to bless your head with the, with the razors in it. Mm. Steven. Please. <laughs> sometimes it's a blessing, sometimes it's a curse. <laughs> ah. Excellente. Uh, Six still. My G. Stormzy said heavy is the head. <laughs> <laughs> Head's kind of heavy still. But um, my, my barber's like two minutes from my place, so you should be saving time. Mad convenient. Is this here in London or in Amsterdam? In Amsterdam. Oh, sorry. Sorry, it's in Amsterdam. Okay, cool. Yeah. So like two I'm minutes. Like, you're policing. You're, you're literally policing yourself. <laughs> you can't help it, guys. <laughs> oh, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> go, go, Steve. You have the floor. Fuck but, you. Um... Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know, inside he's like, damn it, Kira. You had one job. How are they going to take, so right <laughs> take you seriously? I'm actually so vexed. How are they going to take you seriously? Shut your mouth. Hey, no, please, please. <laughs> Oh, we're high off life, baby. I know, I can tell <laughs> that. But um, that's literally two minutes from my yard. So you think I'm going to save some time? Mad convenient. But no, these guys have zero respect for your life, for your, <laughs> your time, life, and just your hairline in general. So yeah, you're kind of held in the hostage. So I'll just, like anyone goes on my gram, like knows this is a regular feature. I'm just baffled by the service that I get, and then we've Regular Jack- feature on the gram, yeah? yeah. You want to shout out your, your gram now as well? Nah, they, they already know. They know the team. Oh, they wow. know the vibes. They know the vibes. Tell them again. Yeah, they know. Suave always. The fame's going to your head, fam. Underscore, fam. Underscore. <laughs> Don't forget that. 
But um, yeah, so like the one I was touching on with Jack was the maddest one. I can't even say it was the maddest one. The top tier one, because there's <laughs> several tier, tierings to this. But the tier one was when I went to the barber shop. Um, obviously, it was late, like an hour. I eventually get into the chair. Um, halfway through the trim, I'm looking, I'm like Kwame, I'm looking at the time, wondering, okay, cool, I should be getting up wow. soon. Yeah. You know what's funny? The last two weeks, I've actually kept it so chill with the timing. You, man, have acted like real vagabond, and now my name's been... <laughs> like, like, hey, hey, please. <laughs> What'd you say? But, but like, I'm, half, I'm halfway through this thing, and then my barber gets up, and I'm wondering, okay, where is this brother going now? To my bewilderment, <laughs> I went to the storage and pulled out a bench press and then started knocking out reps as if it was in like longest yard. I was, <laughs> I was so confused. Like, I've never had this in my life. Like, so, go on. I've never had this in my life. I'm looking at my hair at half done and this guy's knocking out reps as if he's serving the last day of a 25 year sentence. And like, that was that, that was, so that was, that was in tier one. Yeah, that, yeah, that's too cool, 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 well, What do you cool. do at that point? Yeah, exactly. I'm, and and I, give I us another baffled. example. I was absolutely baffled. Like, I didn't even know what can you do. Like, this was mid trim as well. Mid trim. So, I, so, I had so, no option so, but so, to watch this. So, 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 so your hair's looking messed up, basically. Like, yeah. it's not finished, obviously. Yeah, it's not, it's not finished. Yeah. And, like, there's not a lot of hair to do stuff with. So, this should be a quick in and out. <laughs> in and out like, job. 25 minutes top. But no, man will stretch it out for an hour and a half as if it's like. Watching a football match, it's it's incredible. Game of two halves, like literally. <laughs> so like he's knocking out the reps, getting on a pump on. So eventually comes back and explains to me that his doctor has told him that he needs to get his heart rate up for the good of his health. And I'm wondering, does this need to be done now? Where did this bench press come from? How do you have this here? And is this how, why, when? So that was probably like one of the elite ones. The other one was this brother how, again halfway through the trim. Um, I love how he's not naming and shaming you, man. Nah, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Push back. No, no, bro, I'm trying to tell you, leave, the, leave that um, know, toxic got, relationship. He's abusing your trust. I know, but I got a cycle to your man. Like, it's literally two minutes from my house. It's like... Bro, but it's not worth your distress. Yeah, it's, nah, he it's, really it's, doesn't rate his hairline. That, minutes, this is basically what he means, isn't it? Listen, it's two minutes from your house, but it's three hours of a world of pain. Three hours? Time to wait. No, it's longer than that. It's three hours... Plus the time it takes you to get another trim. Yeah. Because you got how long you can do the reps in it. Are you happy with the trims though? Are you happy with the trims? Okay, fine. Then it's sick. Okay, fine. Like when he does it, it's sick. But like it's just the pain to get there. So my my hairline's been held hostage against its will, like Guantanamo Bay kind of thing. Guantanamo Bay. But like the second one or the other one that comes to mind is like the time when again halfway through the trim, he's FaceTiming his family in like Suriname. And then um like the, the, I think the, you told us this one. Yeah, the youth's looking at me. I'm looking at the youth, <laughs> and like it's mad orcs. But wait, wait, wait! But the guy, like, I, need, wait, I need to get this. Where's the guy going? Where's the guy yeah? going? So like at this point, man dashes off, and like there's a supermarket opposite the barber shop. Yeah. So I didn't know at the time because man just took off. So like, he's not there. So he's just left you he's just again. Left. Like, he's left so, you again. Yeah, his kids looking at me. I'm looking at him. <laughs> I'm like just lock off the phone. Like That's your real dad's trust obviously not here. Your dad's not here. Just lock off the phone. It's been a good five minutes. Like, and he's just staring at you. He's staring at me. His sister comes in. Like, we're exchanging eye contact. I don't know what to do. I'm like, should I just hit the button? Wait, now? and you're mid-trim at this point? Mid-trim. Bro, you was probably part of, like, the Suriname You've Been Framed or something. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Sending Steven's video for a quick 150, like, bro. Just... Look, look at this guy's trim. <laughs> so, then, again, like, and this was like... So I called his sister in, bro. 
So it must have been like 10 minutes in, man makes his triumphal return with a bag full of bread, eggs. You went to do groceries. Yeah. Man went to do groceries. <laughs> that's, that's really disrespectful. That's very so, so disrespectful. Can I ask you one question? At what time did he leave your haircut mid, mid-cut to go to the... The shops like literally half the side was done and it was gonna approach the other no, side. No, at what time around what time in the evening was it? Oh, or this afternoon. Is, this was like um, it was in the summer, so it was like 6 30. So he so he could have easily gone after the yeah, yeah, he could have gone time, after. He had, he, had, time. he had time, like it, 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 it didn't need to be done right then, but he felt a sense of urgency that I've never seen. I think before in my life. I think that type of behavior is kind of common back home, though. To be honest, not not no, in Amsterdam, no, no. but I feel like that's quite common back home. I don't not mid never, never, never huh? had it. Not mid trim, bro. What, what about the man them that are just there whilst you're whilst they're trimming and they're just on the phone, just like, yeah, but uh, yeah, at least they're there. If a man went to a grocery store, <laughs> he left, left his kids on Facetime. Man, man was shopping in a queue and someone put out a bench press. At least if you're on the phone, like that one. They just didn't respect your gangster, to they be don't honest, respect my bro. Anything, <laughs> but then the one that was like in December, so I, I messaged him like 9 a.m. Bro, good morning. What time? Can I come at 10? <laughs> He's reading. Like, Steven's reading from his phone Yeah, I'm right reading from my phone because like, if, if I don't do it, people believe that I'm like lying and stuff. But and we need these screenshots. Still. I was sending <laughs> screenshots, but I'm working at 10, but I have three or four people waiting. Can help you after. So I'm like, okay, please. Let me know when you're working on the fourth phone. Can we agree 12.30? I think I'm finished at two. So I'm like, two o'clock, question mark. He's like, wow, okay, then I'll come at two. So how's it going? And then eventually, um, I get there at two. And then I don't get into the shop. I don't get my haircut. So it's like 3.13. It's 3.13 at this moment. Do you know how much longer? It's like an hour and a half hour after 2.20. I'm going to take, I'm going to be late for my meeting. I made up that I was running late for a meeting. So man comes to me and says, oh, this little kid, um, do you mind if I cut his hair? It won't take too long. So now this little kid's in front of me and it was two hours before I got there. I eventually oh get gosh. there and then a film crew comes through <laughs> and says that they're going to be recording live at the barbershop. So like everything's what? now out of Hill and Kill. There's a film crew in what there. Barbershop? What, what barbershop? What barbers is this, bro? What barbers is this? FaceTime family, crew, man. You said film crew. This is basically some reality TV yeah, yeah, show yeah. that's I, going I on reckon. really and truly, bro. And Steven just doesn't know his part of it. There's a secret society of barbers who are all just trying to mess with you. Yeah, yeah bro. And it's, this, and can't it, be seri- this can't be serious. And it's Pete because me and my hairline on that farewell tour. So like, I just want to give it a break. <laughs> Send off. Oh I just want to give it a great send off, but these man won't allow me the rest. It's like oh I've had more day. stress in these years than I had in the previous. Do you know when the hairline was good, fam? Do you know what's so funny though? Like um, being out here is the first time that I've actually had to have appointments for for haircuts. Obviously, we walk into a barber's yeah, back home, yeah, innit? And um, I was horrified when I figured found out how much you had to pay for a trim in Amsterdam. Yeah, that's prices are ridiculous. How much are you man paying? Anywhere between. Well, I. If you if you didn't if you didn't know I have dreads so I'm only just trying I, to get a side I, fade yeah. and a beard trim yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still have, shouldn't be too much it shouldn't be too much shouldn't like you probably think ask. oh maybe like 15, 20, maybe at the most nah at the most you probably pay about forty five euros to Jesus. do that Jesus yeah. yeah it's mad like, <laughs> yen bro, he's not it's mad huh currency no wait the man said yen because <laughs> it's too much to be pounds or euros that's even you're sick I love that I love that. Probably, I was horrified, bro. It wasn't until like obviously linking up with Kwame and obviously Yaf's Yaf's one was a little bit cheaper in Hilverson, but the what, journey's just still like thirty euros, bro. Fuck it, far. They, they increased, they increased. Can you imagine all this? You've been there for five years, Kwame. 
Yeah, and the barbershop existed before me. You don't Bro, I will it. never forget you. <laughs> <laughs> One of Kieran's first trims in it. We was going out oh, on a Friday night. Fuck. And so I forgot. I I, I ditched that. There was one, a bro. bag. Yeah, you've just like erased I, that from I your memory. Bag. That one, bro. There was a bag of us. There was maybe like five or six at my house, just pre-drinking whatever. And Kieran's messaging me in it. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just getting a trim. I'll be over or whatever as soon as possible." And I think then, I still got that picture as well. I must have. I think he's finished now, and I've messaged him something, but he hasn't replied. I'm like, "Oh, this isn't <laughs> like my friend Kieran. Something must be wrong." <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Was that correct? Just then. I was there, no? Yeah, you was. Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy, this guy entered the room <laughs> with a dark Enter cloud. Place, get that place popping. Listen, <laughs> with a dark Aye. cloud over his head. Well, he hasn't said nothing in it. He hasn't told me how the barber appointment has gone. He hasn't told me how the date's gone, bro. <laughs> the date. The date. So just <laughs> And so he comes in the room, into the house now, yeah, and he goes, "You know when someone's." You know someone's not happy yeah, when they enter a pre-drink situation on a Friday and they're not buzzing. Yeah. He comes in, he's like, what are you not saying? And then he pulls you and says, oh yeah, if you've got clippers. Ah! <laughs> I didn't mind, I'm thinking, clippers? Oh, God. But you you just, you, you uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I've got clippers. So no, 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 you, you didn't do that. You did the annoying thing. Because you, you, like, you, you always probe because you're provocateur. So you asked you like, oh, didn't you just go to the barber's? Why do you need clippers? Nah, I didn't do that. Yes, I was yes, nice you, about... are, you asked the question. No, no, you, you asked me why I need it, but you went, you were nicer than you possibly could have been. Yeah. And so we go into my bathroom, yeah, and my bathroom's got two lights in it. So it's got, it's got like one light. One light switches on the mirror light, yeah? Yeah. So I've switched that one on first. And then I get a little glimpse. Kieran <laughs> showing us the video. So I pressed that one light first, yeah? And I get a little glimpse of what the problem could potentially be. Second light comes on. All is revealed. You know in the, the movies, yeah, when yeah. a guy steps into the basketball court, yeah, yeah. like in the gym. I and was he turns hurt, light, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all the lights had beamed down on Kieran. All of the lights. And I just saw this naked face. I was like... Oh, I was hurt. Oh. I was hurt. So basically I asked Donnie, yeah. Made you look like a capoeira dancer. <laughs> Wow. Why? Why is that? Of all things. I, Shout out to Eddie Gordo. Yo, second. I um I, I asked Donnie, I asked Donnie, ah, oh, could you just like trim down my beard a little bit? I wanna like it, just fade down the beard a little bit. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, man had me reclined back. My, so I couldn't <laughs> even never good load, sign for couldn't even load you into a full sense of security. Load me into a full oh. sense of security, boy. And then he's obviously like clipping, 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 clipping. And then um, he's like, okay, cool. And then he pushed me forward. And I'm looking in the mirror like, oh, Pissing shit, it. Screw it, bro. Like, he's taking it down too far. And obviously, in his in his barbershop, the lighting wasn't even that great. So when I actually had got a chance to go back to, to Yash Yard, I'm, I'm like, rah. When that second light came on, boy. I haven't even got, like, an even shave. Oh, shit. I was like, yo, I need to do this thing myself. I was <laughs> yeah. vexed and I paid 35 the euros for is, it. Once you corrected it, it was way better. Yeah, it was a lot better. Well, you better. see what you're saying here yeah, about what, like how he reclined you back here? Yeah. yeah. Fam, that's happened to me one time. My barber, yellow, yeah. This guy is stiff, stiffest, stiffest brother ever. Like, can't hold a conversation. But he's a lit barber, so you compromise. <laughs> I kind of prefer it, though. He's Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone on holiday. So my boy, Manny, I said, yo, there's this sick barber in Peckham. Okay, cool. Let's like you know. I need a trim in it. Yeah. I'm not gonna go trimless. So we've gone now. He's done. Manny's. You know you gotta let your boy go first in it just to make sure like test the words. Manny's trim's looking loud. I was like, okay, cool, confident. 
So he's done up my fade. Things looking sturdy, and then he does. He does the old lean back. <laughs> you know when you remove the headstand. Yeah, yeah, your, your yeah, 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 yeah. Suddenly goes. Heavy as a head. Okay, that was a bit sudden, but you know, let's see. He's probably got some plans here. So my head's rocking back now, yeah. And then he's like doing the shape up. You know when they get the razor, like shaping up, shaping up, shaping up. But then he's getting a bit close to my eyebrows, like the space in between my eyebrow and my hairline. I'm thinking, all right, this, this ain't happened to me before, but like Manny's trim was loud. So maybe he just did this to Manny and that's why Manny's trim looked loud. I was, I was like trying to, I was trying to convince myself he's doing reason. the right thing. Lo and behold, yeah, this guy's done what he's done with the razor. He's inserted the headrest back in. My head has jolted back up. And in an instant moment, I see him. He, he was trying to like, oh, bruv, he, he made me look like Gokwan. <laughs> yeah, I've got his eyebrows threaded. <laughs> wait, were you? Bro, wait, fam. Bro, my <laughs> eyebrows were on fleek. <laughs> I'm going to fall off this chair. How did you know? I don't Yes, Yo, eyebrows got a shape bro, up. It bro. must have been, yeah. It must have been the blood was like losing <laughs> circulation from my head the way he made me lean back. I don't know what it, bro. I'm, I need to find the picture, yeah. Bro, it was, oh, I looked so oh. And you know, what's, you know what's funny? Like, Yas' so eyebrows vexed. are a defining feature on his face. Yeah, so Could you imagine, like, him getting him <laughs> shit? <laughs> bro, like a bad beat. Bad beat comes to the Instagram. Look at you, little side piece, bro. I felt like one. No, oh you know, eyebrow thing. So wait, like, oh what, what did you what did you ask for though? How could he get this misconstrued like this? Bro, he obviously just said, yo, this guy's eyebrows are mad thick. Like, let me, let me, let me. Let me, let me help him out. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me do him a favor. But uh, that's, that's the thing. Like, mad. what's the weirdest thing? Because like, you know, barbers that you don't, t- they'll just do something you haven't told them to do. Yeah. Like, so what's the weird, obviously yours is the eyebrows, but what's the weirdest thing? The weirdest like, thing like, just, they just went left. Like, you did not ask for that whatsoever, but my man just took it. Took one, took it, took it on his chest. To I don't go think do anyone's going to top yours. To be I feel like, no, no, we're not going to top yours, but I feel like I'm sitting, no, since you got one, Kwame, actually. I'm trying to think. Um, no, I've had a few horror stories. Uh, oof, let me think, barbers. Um, I've, I've had any madnesses. Yeah, one time, we, were, we actually were, it's kind of being out of home, outside of London, yeah. we're in Colchester. We went to Essex University. Essex. Oh, my brother so, went there. Oh, so, down. so we were the man them. And often, I, yeah, I'm in Colchester or somewhere on that in East Anglia, that area. I went to a barber's, and then one, one of my boys, Nate, he went before me. He got a decent trim. Then I had a trim. I don't, know, I don't precisely know what happened. I just remember like me, like, and me. I think I'm quite calm and laid back in terms of mannerism. Sometimes I remember I was like, yeah, I, I kind of like told the barber I, I wasn't paying him properly because he because he because fu- fu- he fucked fu- 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 my hair up yeah like it, you said like, that to him yeah like I was like I was like bro I, I. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I said something about, I was for like a haircut or like, not like um, a butcher's job. So something like that, it was, I don't know, I don't know what he did exactly, but I wasn't happy. He was like, calm, calm down. He's like, nah, man, taking a piss. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you know what, if you want, I can take it down. He's like, obviously you're going to take the price down, isn't it, bro? I don't know, I don't know what happened exactly. It must but... have been about seven pounds in Colchester. Yeah, so how much did you get that trim for? So, like, mm. I'm sorry, I'm probably thinking he, 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 he because he, because he probably like asked him to, to to bring me down a little bit, and he might have like he might have cut me down too low, mm. and it's like like well I, you can't I, bring the hair back, yeah. <laughs> but also like I, I I I didn't come in your chair to 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 leave um, a skinhead. You understand? Yeah. That was that was on my like list of what do you call it um, deliverables. Like the <laughs> like those KPIs are different. You understand? So I, I guess I'm I'm, trying, I'm I'm upset that I can't remember the exact details, but that was probably one of my worst ones per se. Like, cause, cause it wasn't a good trim. And you know what? Then was I, I come back to uni next day, wearing a bright red hat. And everyone was like, "Kwame, you don't wear hat. What's wrong? You understand? Then it. I, I, <laughs> you don't wear hat. I I don't think I've had like a proper bad bad experience. I think my worst trims are when I've caught my barber on an off day. Yeah, like when I've caught my like, and and I feel like there's certain times that you shouldn't go and get your get your haircut from a barber. You shouldn't be the first one in this chair. When his football team wins. When his football team wins. Or loses. Or loses. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't get his head, you should not be the last person yes. in his head. When they're tired, or... Or you shouldn't, you shouldn't be the person, you shouldn't get, be in his chair when he's hungry. Yes. That one. If he, just before lunch. What? When he's up, Just before lunch. Hoggins oh, in the eyes. My barber will literally go, go to the back and whip out the biggest container, yeah, of jollof rice, bro. It's like, yeah, it's a container to feed a family. And, and the thing is, yeah, these men are eating some, bro. I don't know if it's wild boar or what. It is a huge piece of meat and rice. I don't know where the, I don't know where the like, I don't know where the juice is coming from. I don't know where the sauce is coming from. But they're enjoying it. But bro, these men are eating it with their hands, fam. Like, shuffling it. Wait, 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 wait. I'm never going to that barber. Bro, man just cutting your hair with all the yeah, hair in there yeah, and like, boar. <laughs> Listen. No, no, just a piece of ball. You know, <laughs> Love it, bruv. Uh, but anyway, guys, mm. been speaking about haircuts here. Yeah. And uh, why <coughs> did you? I know exactly what he's going to say. Go on. No, you do it. Obviously, haircuts are something that give you confidence. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. You you didn't, flat, bruv. Go yeah, you didn't, no, you didn't really have to do it like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, but in all seriousness, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to have a, a, a broad discussion around the concept of confidence. Mm. Um, we've spoken about it a lot. Yes, really taking offline. this mantle of. Uh... Huh? No, go ahead. We've spoken about it a lot offline. It's something that we all kind of like, um, I guess, exude, but in different ways. Mm. Um, but I'm just interested to to get your thoughts on um, it as a concept. So maybe we can just start with. How do you guys define confidence and what does confidence look like for you? And that co- doesn't need to be personal. It's like, how do you perceive confidence? I mean, did, did you mention that we like kind of touched on it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Just, I think confidence is understanding who you are. I think before, when I was younger, I used to think confidence was about like being the loudest or being, being like the center of attention that I thought mm. that that was confidence. But um, as I've grown up, I think confidence is just understanding. Why did you think that was confidence? 
because I thought those, like the people that I looked up to, those were the people I imagined to have confidence anyway, mm. right? So I just always used to think that these people, for, for me to be confident, I would have to be loud and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and be the centre of attention. And there, that is a level of confidence. You have to have some sort of confidence to do that. But I think real confidence is actually understanding who you are as an individual and being comfortable with that and being able to always be yourself yeah. in no matter what mm. circumstance or scenario that you're you're in. That's that for me, that's confidence. Yeah. Okay. Being comfortable within your own skin and in any environment. But then at what point you guys obviously chip in as well, but like at what point do you feel that switch? Because you're saying when you was younger, you used to perceive mm. it one way. Yeah. At what point does it do you flip the script? Um, Tuesdays. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's slowly. It was a gradual process, isn't it? Because mm. um, ongoing. Always. Yeah, it's always ongoing. Because um, there's times when I don't feel confident at all, mm. but there's times when I know I'm super confident within myself when I'm within when I'm doing something that I I know I can do. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, but how it switched, I don't know. It just as as, as a process. It, it's always been a process. I think when I, as I said, as I was younger. There were times I knew, like, if I was going to play football or if I was doing gymnastics or I was running mm. or I was at oh, school. Gymnastics. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be fine at that stuff. So, no. Are you looking at me like yeah, that? Yeah, just doesn't know. Me, bro. I just didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know? I even know. Why are you being like a groupie for? <laughs> yeah, trust me. <laughs> no, because I, I, I saw you. And Whatever, you know, Ralph, I, man. Love, man. He was looking at me like, like no, very, no, you know very... what? Because I, 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 I was, I was getting some ammunition in it, bro. You understand? Huh? I, thought, oh. I was going to try and par you. For oh. no reason, because you said gymnastics. I, no, I didn't really even know. I, I was actually very good at gymnastics. I know how your mind works, bro. I, I, you simple. I, I knew something before you. That's amazing. Oh, okay, cool, guys. Nice. Please continue. Um, He's upset, isn't it? But like those, like when I was, those were like things that I was confident in, and yeah. that was that was fine. But I guess when you start to, I guess, step out of your comfort zone or be in a, an unfamiliar place, that's when you start to really figure out who you are as an individual, mm-hmm. and those things, those tests, those, those those things test you. And they bring out who you are. And I guess through overcoming those those moments in my life, I've been able to be a little bit more confident when it does when things do go wrong, I guess. And I think failing was a thing that gave me confidence, but it didn't give me confidence at the beginning. Mm-hmm. When I first it failed. Started the process. Yeah. When I first I think I, I mentioned it in one of uh, a thing that I wrote recently. I was like, I like I, I fell for the first time when I was like 18 years old. And um that was the first time that I felt, well, I felt like I felt for the, like, in a big, big way. Mm. And for me, during that time, I didn't even know what was going on. And it wasn't until, like, later on down the line where I was like, actually, I was meant to go through those things. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't say, like, I take, like, I take, like, I, I, I failed. Now I say I take lessons because, like, I take, a, like, take an L, you take a lesson. Mm. And through those lessons, I've just been able to grow and become the person that I am. But now, and I guess that's where the confidence has been able to to build yeah. over the years. Because if you think about it, yeah, like I'm interested to hear how you guys think too. But like, confidence is built from experience in a situation. Because mm. if you've been protected your whole life, if you go into a completely new scenario, then you're kind of like a a, a deer in the headlights. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So mm. like, as you said, sometimes you have to take L's. Like even when we spoke to Jack in the last episode, he was saying that. There was bare stuff that happened that didn't go his way, but yeah. he kind of used them to his advantage, innit? So I agree, man. I think people take knockbacks and perceived L's as mm-hmm. a negative thing when actually it's probably building it's your probably, character. It's the best thing for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. Especially the especially the, if if you if you um Depending frame on it, your character. Yeah, though. and the way yeah. that you frame things. Cause I say like 
and I always say this, whenever something seems to go wrong in Yaf's world, he can immediately look at it from a positive perspective. And no, bro, I don't, I'm not even going to bring up the, the situation, but there was there's something that happened to you in the last year when you could have been like, fuck this. Mm. And then you were like, bro, it happened, didn't it? Like, I just learned from it. And I was like, oh, rah, okay. That's, that's a big chunk of things that you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was a, yeah. So I was just, that's a mazza. And I was like, right, if you can look at something like that, then boy, there's, there's so much more than you, than you can just be like, learn from just yeah, a situation, a small situation that, mm. you know what I mean? How about you, man? How do you guys yeah, feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you guys feel? Um, I think confidence is the ability to be unapologetically yourself and to believe in your source at all times. Saucy. I wouldn't say at all times because confidence uh, comes and goes like through through moments. But mm-hmm. the ability to trust in your your own abilities and your unique qualities mm-hmm. and just the confidence or the bravery uh, to show your true self and not to regard what other people think there because I think um, a lot of times we can be too concerned with what other people perceive or how we or how people judge us and then that can help um, knock back our confidence or help us go back into a shell so I think it's those people who are believing who they are and are brave enough to show that on a daily basis I've got an interesting theory that kind of goes against that course you do yeah so <laughs> it's not my own personal one my head so you know you you have this whole notion of self-confidence right yeah self-confidence is supposedly something that you muster up within yourself i was listening to something and he was making the point <clears throat> simon sinek you know the um, yeah yeah yeah, like yeah really good author mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um has a ted talk which is amazing check it out if you haven't heard it he does he's, he have loads he's got so yeah, many he's got loads, yeah, yeah 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 but he talks about self-confidence here. Yeah, and he says that it shouldn't be called self-confidence because you get confidence from the validation of others. Meaning, if you do something for the first time and then people are like, oh, that was really good. Yeah. Then you get more confident from it. Mm. Whereas if you did something for the first time and all anyone ever said was, that's shit or like, that's not going anywhere, then inevitably you're not going to carry on with that thing or believe that you're any good at it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I disagree. Okay, but here's the let, thing. Let him land. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> At some point, you always need someone to believe in you. If you listen to anyone's journey, they've always had someone somewhere down the line that's believed in them or that's helped them along that journey. So you always have to like please someone or someone has to kind of validate what you're doing is taking you down the right path. What, what were you saying, Steve? I think there's an element of that, but I think sometimes like... If you, let's say like you're trying to get better at something and you can see yourself getting better at it. So like, I don't need anyone to tell me that, oh, what are you doing? I can see that improvement in myself. So that's where... Uh, Do you have he, an example though? Because I want to show you like, because I agree with you, but the way he, the way he kind of like played out that theory made so much sense. Okay, cool. So let's say like I'm trying to play basketball. I'm trying to work on my shot. Um, I'm not able to get it what in. Kind, what kind of shot? Huh? The three point. Okay. Shooting. That was a question. Shooting uh, shots. Oh, yeah, go on. So, yeah, say I'm working on Harlem my shot. Oh, this dead joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that and, like, before I was trash and then I can see myself uh, getting better. I'm yeah. 
getting more confidence in my own ability and then I have the confidence to take that into a game. Yes, once I'm out in public and when people comment on it, it gives me more confidence. But initially, I had I took that confidence in getting better and okay. took it onto the court. So you're, you're, that's all happening, yeah? But your coach still isn't playing you? Doesn't yeah, matter. You're you, you still confident in your shot. Yeah. But that confidence is going to waver at some point because... Why? What you're doing isn't being validated. That depends on the individual yeah, that you are. Character. But then, so, but then, <clears throat> that, so. but then that example doesn't make sense because why are you doing that thing in the first place? Then what do you what? mean? Because he loved the sport. The passion. Yeah. Nah, I disagree. What? So you're you're <laughs> Wait, saying what? You're saying you're trying to get better, uh, better shot, but there's always people always do something for an end result. Does that make sense? Uh, not necessarily. Yeah. Because you said it's and something then you your start passion. Playing. Yeah, start playing. That I go into basketball because it's my passion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then through my passion, I now play in the sport. Cool. I want to get better at my jump shot because I want to see and replicate what my heroes are doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting better and I can see I'm getting better. I'm making more shots. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling good about myself. Yeah. Regardless of what anyone I says, think, you can't lie that I made nine out of 10 shots. I think, it, like, I think it's based on the individual because what you have to say, I think what you're trying to say is that the result of not being picked to play in the team is going to knock your self-confidence. Mm-hmm. However, if you are, if you're, if you know who you are and you're confident within yourself, it shouldn't knock your confidence. You just know that this this man's an arsehole. or or, or, maybe not, this, or, or not or, his or he just thinks someone's better than you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is which yeah. is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not always. I, do you know what? I just went straight back to when I was younger. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Um, but no, I, I hear exactly what you're saying, but I do. I think I'm more of the school of of, of um, Stevens thinking as well, because I think once you you, you build up your, your own confidence yeah, in yourself, yeah. no one can tell you nothing. Really, that's that is self confidence. Yeah. So um, then, okay, different example. Mm. Let's say, for example, uh, music. Yeah, an artist is up and coming. He thinks his music bangs. He's convinced his music is absolutely sick, or yeah. she thinks her music yeah. is amazing. Yeah, but no one's messing with it. Yeah, Kanye West had a matter, dep- matter of opinion. Depend, depends on the individual. Like some people, yes, need the validation. <laughs> matter of opinion, isn't it? But some people don't. So some people are like, you know what? You guys don't know what you're talking about. Or eventually, I'm ahead of the curve, which is like to your point, Kanye West for 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 like like now. Actually, he had people who no, but know. from the start he thought like, but like even it, like even before even before he released a college dropout, he knew he'd be the biggest rapper world in his head. Yeah. yeah. I think if you if you go back to the stories about Kanye, um, like being in these rooms with Def Jam and all that, so he would hilarious. he would tell people that yeah, yeah I'm the greatest rapper alive, yeah. I'm the greatest producer alive, and like that's that's some confidence that yo, and you can't just pick up from somewhere. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about um, <laughs> the, the 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 tentative line, which is confidence versus arrogance? Yeah, there's... how do you guys see that? I think it's a matter of perception because like. Um, you know, I say Zlatan and Ronaldo. Uh, some people think they're arrogant. Other people class them as confident. So it depends mm. on which kind which, of... Which Ronaldo are you talking about? Say what? Uh, Brazilian. Cristiano. Sorry, sorry, Cristiano. Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, wow. So, yeah, Cristiano please, because there's only one. Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, that's a lawyer, that's it. Yeah, but you think David Beckham's not world class player, so I take yeah. what you say with a pinch of salt. Yeah, no, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. no, 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 no wait, that, that was 2019. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, 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 list
Wait, don't don't try to remember that bus for, for for these listeners that have no understanding of what, of what was being said. And also, <laughs> how, how dare vibes. you how, how dare you raise that argument when I'm just saying please address the Ronaldo you're talking about because because the Ronaldo for you Juve and Real Madrid is not the Ronaldo. That's it. And I and I, I don't think it's black and white. The David Beckham is automatically a world class player. David Beckham was very. Wait, famous. wait, wait, wait. You know, you just made a you made a very, a very big mistake there. You know. Oh. Oh. You don't know what you mean? No. I don't even catch it. Okay, yeah. it's fine. I will, I'll, tell you off the, I'll tell you off the pod, man. Uh, but anyway, have your point, bro. <laughs> but anyway, I, I basically think, guys, David Beckham is not a world-class footballer or was not a world-class footballer and these men mm. tried to hang me out to dry. But I, I feel how I feel. Anyway, Stephen. Miscalculated Mensa. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, not bad. Time wasted to Rebo. What did you say? Time wasted to Rebo. But I, um, so yeah, I think it depends on the perception. Okay. Like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, can be, some Thank people perceive him to be arrogant, some people perceive him to be confident. Um, so I think it really depends on perception. I think no okay. one can really. Uh, Prove it. It's very hard to prove. It depends on what camp you're in. I think. Yeah. I I personally believe arrogance is when you put you you you're you're confident. You're so confident about yourself that you put others down. Does that mm, make sense? No, because then well, they could be insecure and your confidence. Because sorry, did you say arrogance? Did you yeah, say? yeah, yeah. But I I believe arrogance is when you intentionally no, build yourself no. up to put others down. No, no. I I just think sometimes when you believe in yourself so much that an example. Let me, sorry. To do you think? Do you think arrogance I, I, is perception? I'll, okay, let me give you an example to what you guys think. I think it's it's confident to say I am the best rapper alive. I think it's arrogant to say I'm the best rapper alive because everyone else is trash. Yeah. Do you see what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. So when okay. you put others okay. down, yeah, 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 that's yeah, when it okay. becomes yeah. a step too far. Yeah. But it's it's okay to believe in yourself. Yeah. Do you see what I'm trying to of say? Course. But no, then, of course. But then, but then, but then other people would say. If if I'm a, if I'm a rapper from the UK and I have one mixtape, they they could think that it's arrogant for me to say or for that rapper to say mm. I'm the best rapper in the UK. They'll be like, "Bro, you got one mixtape? That's, that's disrespectful. That's arrogant." And he's yeah. like, "No, nah, I'm just being confident. Like, I mm. honestly feel like that." Mm. Yeah. So again, back to my question: Would you believe it's a, a matter of perception, perception. in yeah. that? In that Wrong. place, in that place. Yeah. So if say if I've only got one mixtape and I'm saying I'm the best rapper alive, is that a, a perception thing or is that is it fair to say that is being arrogant? I honestly think that's an insecurity on the person who makes the statements part. That makes the statement mm-hmm. really, really. In what yeah. way? That's interesting. Because if you feel like that, you genuinely feel like that. You should just let your your music do the talking. Mm. And I feel as though. People apply their confidence in different ways, but the people who are truly, truly confident mm. are the ones who don't need to brag and show off. Fair. And so, for example... Humility. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah, for yeah. example, Kanye West now might, from time to time, still say whatever, but I haven't heard him say I'm the best rapper alive for no. a while. But it's when because he, was... he, he knows he isn't anymore. No, <laughs> but... Arguably, when he's become far more established, he stopped making so much. No, it's like you make no, a far-fetched statement. He says crazy things. He, he says, yeah, yeah. I'm Walt Disney. Yeah, I have yeah, Steve yeah, Jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. But he, it's because... Un- in, unpopular opinion, Kanye's a visionary. In terms of the field he's trying <laughs> to tap into now, he's now making a very far-fetched statement to tap into a whole different dynamic yeah. in the universe. Does it make sense? Yeah. Sorry, Jen. And so, um, yeah, I think it just depends, bruv. It's, it's, 
it's hard. It's a, it's a, it's a mm. difficult one to break down. But it all comes down to perception, really, because like your example, of saying uh, yeah, I'm the best rapper, everybody else is trash. That just might be his opinion. Like he may genuinely think that everyone else is trash. In but his mind, to say that, it, that you... that's about being that's about politeness and etiquette. You know, like okay, cool. If I don't say it, but I think it, I'm, what's the difference? Yeah, but you like, know what's really funny at this, like the, in this day and age right now. People don't even see that as 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 um, being no. arrogant. It's just trolling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I feel like a lot of people troll for attention. Yeah. And and it's it's mad because you wouldn't you wouldn't even say, oh, that person's arrogant. You'd be like, mm, he probably doesn't even mean it. He just wants attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is it's just weird because and that's why I say it comes from an insecurity. Yeah. Okay. So that's why yeah. you're looking at. It. Oh yeah, that makes yeah. sense as well. Yeah. That makes I think sense that as well. arrogance is for me is also like not being lack of preparation intentionally. So let's say like uh, you have a race or something big the next day or like like for example like let's say Conor McGregor has a fight and he's like you know mm, what mm. I don't rate this man enough. Is that arrogance? I think that's stupidity. Is. I think I think it is arrogance because it's no, you be... said you have the race. Huh? No, I, I was just race. using it. Huh? Apparently, Conor McGregor's a sprinter. But it's calm. Because I was like, I had you saying Bolt in my head, and then you said Colin McGregor. Run it back. I said back to Bolt. I said if you. I said. Race and I said, okay, cool. Another example, Conor McGregor. Oh, because you realized the race was a bit of a, a mad one to yeah. have. No, no but I get sorry. No, I'm, 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 I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking okay, with you, man. I'm fucking with you. Sorry. I look at these snipers. I'm fucking with you, bro. But I got ammo for all of you, so it's calm. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. wonder. But Conor McGregor preparing for a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, you know what? This man here, I don't rate him enough to do the things that I know I need that I normally would do for a fight. So I'm gonna go out late. I'm gonna drink because I don't. I think that is that is arrogance. Yeah, that is arrogance to me. Or, or you don't. Can someone that's look arrogance? up the definition of arrogance? Now I just want to know. Like, that's I'd, interesting. I'd, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to find then, out what arrogance. I'm, I'm really also interested in the like the juxtaposition almost of like insecurity and confidence hmm. because some people are like uh, project confidence yeah, when they're actually. Insecure. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't even make sense. Bro. What's the what's, what's the, the definition? Definition. Of it's one of those dumb ones where it uses a word as the uh, where it look for. Unpleasantly right. proud and behaving as if you are more important than or know more than others. Having or yeah. revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance or ability. Having an exaggerated sense of one's own importance. Unpleasantly or proud. Mm. That's interesting because, like, who's determined whether that's exaggerated or not? Yeah, it's like you guys mm. have said, right? It's yeah. perception. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. But yeah. to go on to that point of like insecurity versus confidence, yeah, I feel as though there's so many people, especially like when I was growing up, mm. that projected this like sense of I'm like the top person. Yeah, yeah. When actually those people are, are the most insecure, and I can speak from a male's perspective. I would really love to hear females' perspective, mm. but. There's so many people I know who they act a certain way to like impress women because they know that that's what's gonna draw women's attention towards them. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but in in some in some terms, sometimes um, women are attracted to that. Like it's that whole alpha male aspect, and and some men really try to play up to that even when that's not them. What's going on? I don't know. 
Steven's Sorry. having a nervous breakdown <laughs> over there. Uh, Kwame was just talking with his hand on his mouth properly. Yeah, hashtag Kieran, oh my Chief Wigan. No, nothing. I had a little word with him with my eyes. Oh, oh my God. Okay, mom. <laughs> okay, mom. Are this good, man? No. Like, um, Sorry, yeah, man. I don't want to call out the, the, the particular person because a friend of mine actually knew him, played football with him. But there was someone who was on a popular reality TV show who had a similar sort of vibe about him and he actually ended up committing suicide oh really yeah wow so for me that's why i'm I, I i really try to see i'm really interested in what confidence is how people portray it yeah and almost want to let people know like it's okay to just be yourself yeah. you know what i mean you mm. don't have to conform mm. to society and like we were speaking offline around the aaron hernandez documentary on netflix which mm. is wild like if you haven't watched it, you really need to watch it because it talks about this guy living a double life, essentially. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what confidence is. When you can live one life, you don't need to have different versions of yourself yeah. to please other people. Yeah. And you can be yourself at all yeah. times. I think, Yeah, I think that like goes, goes right back into... It's gone full circle. The whole thing of which mm. um, Stephen touched upon and I forget, I mentioned earlier, like once you understand who you are, you just... You, you can live in a, in a scenario and not have to worry about mm. anything. You can be your truest self at all times. So how would you guys, as a collective, recommend people, or how would you suggest people can do that? Because I think it's really easy for us who, we're not saying we're perfect, everyone has insecurities, but we're, we're at a certain level where we're happy with who we are. We can, we can be who we are. Mm. Like how, would you, how would you suggest other people can do that? You know that? what I tell myself all the time? Like, there's billions what do you of tell people. All the time? There's billions of people on this earth, right? Not everybody's gonna like you, and yeah. it's fine. Yeah. There's billions yeah. of people. Yeah. There's billions of people that are gonna like you. Some aren't gonna like you. Like yesterday, like um, so I, I wore I wore some like different pants to the office. These are ones. Yeah, they're these ones. Fair like, on. people had comments. So they're like, hard oh, still. Oh yeah. Oh, these little pajamas. Whatever. Didn't care. I was just like, for everybody else saying one thing. Someone else is saying the other. Like, there's so many people on this planet. You wearing them. Everyone's going to have an Exactly. This, I didn't wear them for your benefit. I didn't ask you. You didn't pay for it. I do not care. Mm. But like, there's so many people on this planet that, okay, cool. These two people have this opinion, but there's billions of people on this planet. There was enough people that elected Trump as president. So think about that. <laughs> like, people like everything. <laughs> like, yeah, like, so yeah. like, just when you realise how big the world is, then you just don't let the opinions of an office. What is an office? That's like, fair. But what it's about, a very funny TV show. What about people... <laughs> you're a joker. What about people that are stuck very in funny. a bubble or certain circles? Of this, that's opening up your, to, opening to up your perspective. I think, yeah, I think um, building your self-confidence comes from taking yourself out of the places that you're comfortable in um, and trying new things because, as, as, as I said... An understanding of self is what gives you confidence in yourself. Yeah. Knowing what you are capable of, knowing what you like, knowing where, knowing where you are actually comfortable. You won't know whether or not you're, you like something unless you try something. Mm -hmm. And taking yourself out of that place sometimes can force you to be like, oh, actually, I didn't realise I could do that. But Go on. What happens, I agree with that yeah. to some degree, but what happens if you don't take yourself out of that comfort zone and you keep trying something? Because as the scholar 
Dwayne Michael Carter once said, "Repetition, repetition is the father of learning." learning. Yeah. So if if you're if you're a dead rapper, yeah, and you keep on rapping, yeah, one day you might get good, but it's only because you kept on rapping. It's not because one day you did a a, um, a garage song, yeah, or did a funky house yeah. song, yeah. yeah. So I agree with what then, you're saying. But then if you're bad, yeah, that can't. That, that you're, if you're bad, you're always putting yourself, you're always taking yourself out of your comfort zone. You guys zone. are talking about different things because you're talking about a technical skill and you're talking about more of like a mental, yeah. innate feeling of knowing. But who even, you are. but but even, I think, I think you can even put that into a technical school, skill because, or drawing or something it can be anything. Yeah. But then every day, like you're always going to get better, which means you're always that might be your it might be your comfort zone, yeah, yeah, yeah. which you something you like to do, but you're always testing yourself, like. I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm the best at whatever, but I, if I like something, I know I can still get better at it. Yeah, I'm yeah. still putting myself at the smallest at the smallest um, yeah. minute margins. I'm still testing myself. Do you know what I mean? That that's still step, stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I think yeah, anyway. Yeah, right? I agree with you. Yeah, you know I, I mean? totally agree. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent, man. I just think um, to kind of touch on everything that you love saying, like, because I totally agree. It's about stepping out of your comfort zone mm. and doing stuff that makes you uncomfortable. Mm. It's about also not really caring what people say, like like Stephen said. Um, so I would almost just marry the two together, mm. you know, because at the end of the day, we all require validation. We're human yeah. beings. Yeah. And we want to know that what we're doing is serving, is fulfilling us in some sort of way, you know? That's, that's such a good point to make as well. And the fact that... Sorry... You actually live your life, even though you have family, you have friends, you live your life as an individual. You have to make sure that whatever you're doing as an individual makes you happy, right? Or fulfills you in some some way. And if that means that you have to try and figure out what that is, that's what you have to go and do, right? Mm -hmm. No, that's cool. (laughs) So so then on on just to um, add a couple of points, on practical ones, because I think what we said is kind of, not philosophical, but like like practical. <laughs> no, no, no. Just in general, like uh. if someone's like asking what practical things I can do, I think um, volunteering or helping other people uh, who are in a less fortunate situation like than yourself takes away act. the self. Yeah, yeah, it takes yourself out of a situation. Yeah. You can see the bigger That's picture really there. Uh, looking at your circle, like who who are you around? Because like yes, we do all we are individuals, but we do need. <laughs> We do need like um, people around a good support network. So like you know, if the people in your circle aren't filling you with confidence, like mm. you guys are constantly uh, telling me good stuff that I'm doing, and I'm try to reply that as well. So like we try to feed off each other. So mm. I think your circle um, is genuine as well. It's not yeah. like a false pretense. Yeah, mm. yeah, and then um, not living your world on social. Because it's a fake world. So, like, you know, not looking, not putting your value in terms of, like, likes, interaction and that. Like, mm. actually spend time with real people, um, volunteer, help out, um, you know, partner with someone that's actually good at something to get build your confidence up. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a variety of ways you can do that. But, like, I think having good people around you is a quick one if you can't do it yourself. Um, volunteering and, you know, taking yourself out of... Read. Yeah. Read read some books. Um. I think what you guys are saying is like just taking yourself out of like a, a comfortable situation. Yeah, and, and it doesn't I mean have to that, be a big a big jump out of your comfortable. But what situation, I mean by that is even it. like going go on holiday somewhere for two weeks and just clear your head. You 
everyone's done that holiday where they've come back and they thought, fuck. Like, Some people really don't have that luxury though. Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm using this as an yeah, example. Okay, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Switch off for a certain amount yeah, of time yeah, yeah. and you'll see like, I'm really unhappy with this. Yeah. I don't like doing this. I want to improve at this because mm, you've mm. you've had so much time away from the comforts and like being in a routine of just yeah. going down the wrong path that when you do actually get time to recalibrate, you're like, wow, I've been doing this and like, actually this isn't really for me, you know? Yeah. And so I think actually focusing on yourself and having time to yourself to build that confidence within you is, is massively important as well mm-hmm. because a lot of people are literally going through the motions. And I remember like a friend of a friend's was telling me um, in London, he's like, I'm tired of all my friends, man. Like I'm 30 years old. My friends are doing the same thing. They're still like going partying every week. One of them just bought a, a Porsche, but he's still living with his mom, but he's doing it to impress girls. And he's mm. just like, I'm tired of this, but these are the only people I've ever grown up around. Mm. So it's difficult, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why I think um, communities are, are super important so as well. So important. It's like to your point, surrounding yourself with good people. But how do you know those people? How do you know those people are bad for you? Do you know what I mean? How do you, mm. if that's all you know? How do you know those people are not the right people to help you with your confidence? No, that's fair. That's when it comes to reading and exposure, and you know, like true, uh, you know, true, true, and true. doing a little bit of. Um, but, just, I, but I'm, I'm but, yeah. but I'm just like so. I'm just like look, you're, you you've lived around these people for your whole life, right? And you don't know that they're they're bad. Yeah, you could be exposed to you can expose yourself to doing certain things, but how do you have that? idea to do that if this is all you know yeah that's what i say like expanding i think your, that's your, the point isn't it it's like people need to step into the unknown mm. you know and i think mm. that's a nice way to wrap it up because like everything everything we've said is ultimately boiled down to doing things you're not comfortable with is going to help you grow as a person mm. the more you grow as a person the more you're going to become confident in who you are mm. ultimately right and so i think that's probably um that's probably a nice summary of it, I would say. And I would just love for everyone to be more confident in themselves. I'm not saying that people aren't. I would love to see people owning who they are a little bit more because human beings are weird. Like, we do weird shit from time to time. I literally count steps when I walk up them. Don't ask me why I do that. I never knew But that. it all makes me who I am. All the time. You it do that as well? Me who I am. No, I'm asking you all the time. Bruv, I, I go up the stairs at Amsterdam Zardia and I know there's 14 stairs, but I still count them every day. Really? Don't ask me what. Yeah, I don't know why, bro. Wow. I didn't know that. And I'm I am confident enough in my weirdness to tell everyone. I talk to myself on a daily basis. Oh, uh, bro. <laughs> in on, my head, on, outside of my head. I have full on conversations yeah. and make myself laugh every day. No way. Yep. What's your weird thing, Stephen? I do a lot of things. I feel like everyone comments on them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like maybe that it's should be like maybe back. that should be the thing we put out. Like, what is people's weird thing? Yeah. <laughs> and then we just celebrate our weirdness, and everyone is just lit from there. All right, cool, man. Um, my boys, my boys, thank you again for a pack. dope Eek. episode. Trust me, you're listening to the Out of Home po- podcast. Yeah, yeah. With your boys, Kieran, Yaf, Stephen, Kwame. You're done already. Yeah. Lock off the sea. (laughs) You London boys are crazy. All right, come on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 